I, yeah, I'm just going to say this. If the Miami Heat win game four tonight against the Los Angeles Lakers and they make this a 2-2 series, then I'm changing my pick and I'm going with Miami Heat to win the NBA Finals. And that's that. Hate it, love it, whatever. Yup. I remember the first time I thought, ooh, let's make a podcast for the first time. Let's see where this takes me. And let's see what happens. And here I am on episode number three. My first ever episode of baller talk on spilling the beans and in terms of going more than two or three minutes that i did in the first episode guys this is going to be a full-on episode of just baller talk of basketball and with that being said uh what do you guys think about the los angeles lakers not winning game three because i feel like anthony davis he could have just showed up, you know, he could have just been that guy, but instead he got into foul trouble early, and I don't know if that's really an excuse, but on top of that, on the offensive side, he only had 15 points, um, so I don't know what was up with Anthony Davis, but the Lakers could have easily took the W if he was, you know, just being normal Anthony Davis, and we would have been looking at a, a 4-1 lead, right? Is that correct? No, we would be looking at a 3-1 a, a lead i'm pretty sure um but instead we're going into game four with miami having a chance to tie the series up and i i kind of i'm hoping for them to do such a thing i'm always rooting for the underdog unless you're the denver nuggets or kobe bryant was playing on the team you know and i'm uh rest in peace kobe bryant by the way i am just you know I don't think we'll ever get over the fact that you're gone. And I don't really believe that you're gone. I feel like your spirit is always going to live on and and be amazing, you know. So um, I'm just thankful that you got the grace us with, like, your amazing abilities and clutchness and, you know, just your craft and your hard work and your, and your heart. You know, you poured everything into um, playing basketball and being there on the hardwood so you know rest in peace to the black mama attention after the episode is over we encourage you to head over to the profile page on spotify for spilling the beans scroll in the description area and click on the bottom link where it says Anchor. This is going to give you the option to give us a monthly donation. And what this would do is help us continue to thrive in the community and to continue to deliver podcasts. Much appreciated. Much love. Thank you. Isn't it safe to say that the Lakers are currently playing right now? I think it's safe to say that. Well, it's it's halftime, but the Lakers, they lead by two points. It's 49 to 47. Um, the Heat, actually, they're staying in this game so far. They're, they're playing excellent on the defensive end. Uh, they're surprising the bad Los Angeles team that 
that's uh, currently stacked. So um, that's pretty interesting. But we're going to uh, stop talking about that for a little while, and we're going to actually branch over into some some old NBA talk. I just wanted to address my like my thoughts on the old era of basketball. You know, like the, we're the first people to play basketball. You know, the first NBA ballers and uh, and whatnot. I feel like we as a basketball community should give so much more um, appreciation and respect to the first generation of basketball players to ever grace the hardwood. You know, like uh, they paved the way for our current NBA players and and coaches in a sense and uh, and referees and and um, the media. Like they're all, you know, they all had to start somewhere. And that was just, you know, probably a little bit over a century ago. Um, in terms of how long basketball has been around for. So I think it's just right that we stop downplaying the first generation of basketball players and we need to stop calling them bums. <laughs> like, yes, of course, I believe 130 billion percent that just about any team in today's league would probably, I don't want to say any team, but a good amount of teams in today's league would probably run those boys out of the gym. But it's just the the fact that they um, they were the first ones to play. They were learning this stuff for the first time. That's what makes the difference, you know. Um, I don't know how often they practice or anything, but it, that's what made the difference back then. Um, like, let's just could LeBron James if he? Um, I can't even remember. I can't even imagine LeBron James playing in that era. To tell you the truth, that that clearly looked funny. I'm gonna have to try that out on NBA 2K. Throw LeBron James on like some old, old, old ass team and just see what it looks like. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We just must give the old generations give them the respect that they deserve, and uh, you know, uh, continue to be thankful for the history of the NBA. Anyway, we're going to move on, guys. We're going to move on from talking about the history of the NBA. And I actually wanted to ask you a few questions about the finals. Who do you think is going to be the MVP of the NBA finals this year? I have my money on LeBron James. Um, Anthony Davis is playing excellent. But LeBron James at 35 years old, he is just putting up, you know, dominant numbers. Like, what did he have? I think, what was it, game two? He had uh, 30, don't quote me on this, but I think he was around 35 points. And a monstrous triple-double, I'm pretty sure. Uh, like, that. that's incredible to put those stats up and be that uh, that old in the league, you know? He, he's just incredible. He he constantly works on his body. He stays in shape and he's willing to get the thing done. And that's what it's going to take in order to have a lengthy 20 plus year career in a league. And we've already seen this with Vince Carter. So um, props to LeBron James on keeping his body up and, uh, you know, being humble and actually being in this for the love of the sport. And not just the money. And that goes to all the greats back then. You got Kobe. You have LeBron. You have Michael. You have even you have Dirk. You have so many people in the league that actually just love to ball. They didn't make their first $50 million and say, yep, I'm out of here. They didn't do any of that. 
you know, it's just that's how you know someone actually cares about their craft and uh, and what they're doing. And that's what's beautiful about life. All right, NBA fans, this is going to be the final update uh, to the Laker Miami Heat game. It is currently 68 to 64. The Lakers lead by four with three minutes remaining in the third quarter. So, do you remember when you first became a hardcore basketball fan? Like, where you just realized, damn, I want to get serious with this. I want to actually be the killer that I see my favorite player always um, being on on national TV. Like, do you remember when you first felt that way? Like, I'm going to practice every day and you were actually doing it. I can tell you what, me and my brother, we practice our asses off. We were always out there from 12 to right before the streetlights came on. Because if we went inside our house after the streetlights, then let's just say that our mom wasn't happy. Her rule was, if you ain't home by the time the streetlights is on, then I'm going to get you. And you know exactly what that means if you grew up or if you grew up in a, a black household. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we we never we were never late to getting home. But, yeah, so uh, pretty much I was about like maybe 16 years old and that's when I was like, you know what? No, honestly, I want to say I was definitely younger than 16, more so about 15. That's when I became dead, locked in, focused. And I was just constantly practicing the same moves over and over again. Um, you know, I, I would take it to the point where I'm running at the park um, around a track all by myself, earbuds in. I was really I was going to make it to the NBA no matter what. And that's when I, uh, I tore my ACL. So <laughs> that didn't happen. But it is what it is. And so even though I, I tore my ACL and I let it dictate whether I made it to the NBA or not, um, I still think it's one of the best things that's happened in my life, you know, going through that injury uh, and seeing Derrick Rose go through his same ACL injury and seeing him show symptoms of the Mamba mentality and how he always got back up and fought for what he believed in. I maybe didn't do that in terms of uh, getting back to playing at a good basketball level and in hopes of making it to the NBA. But I feel like I have taken that lesson and incorporated the uh, the things I've learned into er- other areas of uh, life. And that's why I feel like I have the strength to be here right now, you know, making these podcasts. And that's exciting. You know, uh, uh, even you can still always uh, take what uh, the, the crappy things you ate in life and you can decide to turn that crap into complete gold and complete, um, you know, success and just continue to run forward. And that's what I feel like I'm doing these days. So, um, you know, I'm at peace with the fact that I'm I'm never going to be in the NBA. But, you know, if you have the dream of making it to the NBA, playing professional basketball, then uh, <clears throat> I support you and continue to follow your dreams and continue to put in hard work, dedication, um, effort. Be better than your last 
um, your previous best, you know, and that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Don't ever give up and continuously stay focused and keep your eye on the prize. Every single game you play, every single practice you're in should potentially, uh, you know, it should be your best. Um, but always try to outdo your best and always try to make sure your teammates and, uh, the people around you just in general are doing their best and, uh, and just encourage each other. You know, that's, that's really the the message that I want to send out there. So guys, that's going to end this basketball podcast. Uh, thanks for listening to Baller Talk until next time.